You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. Um, and so today we have a special episode. So we're going to talk about a show we've never talked about on the show. It's A Flavor of Love, specifically season two, because that was honestly the better season. And of course, we have to bring a special guest with us, none other than major friends to the pod, used to be, well, another name, and now we go by Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> so we're bringing Charlie Wall to the podcast, everyone. Now he's like, I guess he has his own new podcast, like a revamp going on now too, right? Yeah, a little bit of a refresh, you know. Okay. <laughs> I had to grow. I had to evolve. And so did my podcast. <laughs> naturally, naturally. Naturally, naturally. Indeed. All right. I mean, do we have anything that we want to talk about non-flavor of love related before we dive into this magical bullshit? Or how are we feeling? I'm ready for the magical bullshit, to be honest. <laughs> I am too. I'm counting that. I'm like cheesing ear to ear. Like, I'm so excited to talk about this bullshit. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get surreal. <laughs> Let's give you guys the content no one asked for. So we are talking about <laughs> Flavor of Love, uh, season two. We're going to talk about episodes one, the premiere, and um, the finale as well. The uh, series premiere is, well, not series premiere. I don't know why it's called series premiere. It's the season premiere. But um, Season two, episode one, it's titled series premiere, so whatever, fine. And the description <laughs> goes by, Flavor Flav welcomes 20 new women to his mansion with the hopes of finding his real Betty this time around. And this premiered in 06. Um, and I don't know if anybody else is peeped because I watched this via Hulu, but I'm looking now and it says on the tags, it says reality comma black stories. I don't know how I feel about black stories. Being <laughs> Is this the representation that we want? <laughs> I don't know about like what else is under the black stories tag. Number one and number two, who said that's an appropriate tag title? But yeah. earlier when Jay and I were talking, we were talking about roots, and I feel like roots would also be under the black stories tab. <laughs> so I don't know, flavor and roots. I, I don't like, want Kunta Kinte and flavor flave <laughs> in like the same this, conversation. I really yeah, don't. Exactly. <laughs> Define um, black stories. Okay, okay. Sure. <laughs> um, and for everyone wondering why we were talking about roots, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> because that is not a typical Monday afternoon conversation, but I've been watching Old Shaw's episodes. And mm. um, so every now and again, Jay will like, you know, tag along and watch with me. But we were just talking about how it's so cool that obviously, you know, they have their culture and like they'll just casually speak Farsi to each other. And then we kind of get down a whole, you know, mini soapbox of, <laughs> of how, you know, Black people were robbed of that. Oh, yeah. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Obviously, I guess naturally Roots comes up. I don't know. But that's it makes sense <laughs> to me. It really does. Yeah. yeah as a Black person, you fuck we up see a lot each of other. Stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, so let's, let me see. So usually like we talk about, I guess, our guests, like astrological profile, but you know, you've been on the show a thousand times at this point. So everybody knows already. Yeah, nothing changed about that. Even nothing though I changed had a about name that. changes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I brought up the profile of Flavor Flav 
delicious in New York. Oh, all right. Because, and obviously we'll take this with a grain of salt because we don't know their official birth times. So we of won't course. get into the ascending talk, obviously, but the sun and moon look pretty on point for all of them. So, I mean, any guesses on what you think flavors moon is? <laughs> I would say Aries because he's so loud and brash. Okay. Wait, I was going to say a fire sign of some sort. He has a certain energy to him, a certain go energy to him. And he doesn't seem to have a point where he's sitting at home collecting himself. So his moon, I would assume, is something that's a get up and go sign. Okay. Um, not, not quite fire, but still get up and go. He's a Gemini moon. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, okay. no, that makes sense too. <laughs> So he's a Pisces sun, Gemini moon, um, but he does have several Aries placements, including his Mercury and Venus. So that's also, ah. you know, and this is a very Venusian show, obviously, with him trying to find love. So picking up on the fire is fair enough. Um, so let's see. Okay. What do you think New York Tiffany Pollard's moon is? Unless you already know it. It could technically I don't be different know signs. She's kind of close to that mark. Two different signs, mm -hmm. you said? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Is she a Gemini moon too, baby? That's or maybe would you say that? That's one of them potentially. Okay. So it's it's a matter of is she a Gemini Taurus option or is she a Gemini Cancer option is what we're weighing? It's Gemini Taurus option is what we're okay. weighing. Okay. Oh, I would definitely go with Gemini then. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I think that's why her and Flav connected on a real soul level like mm. I believe their moves yeah. saw each other and they could mm. so when they always yes anded each other in a very specific way like she's a nut and he was like yeah she's a nut but I'm a nut too so I think <laughs> I think they really vibed in that way and I'm really into that okay two peanut heads in one shell yes true Gemini just the two of them together twinning it up yeah for sure yeah yep. she definitely had a flip side clearly like the side that she showed the other girls <laughs> versus flame <laughs> was two completely different sides um, indeed so yeah so everyone she's a capricorn sun gemini moon and lastly we have delicious she's a capricorn sun as well um so i guess flame was his caps i don't know but what do we think her moon sign is delicious gives me water moon sign Okay. I might be way off, but that that's what I get from her, like a Pisces moon or something. Okay. I was going to say Taurus or Scorpio. I feel like she's somewhere on that axis for me. Why Scorpio? That's very curious. Um, Because I always register Scorpio moons as, again, there's something bubbling beneath the surface, kind of maybe a little more boring, but seem like they could have something more than meets the eye. And I feel like mm. the story with her accident and then like her daughter's father being some rich guy who I hate to make assumptions here, but I'm assuming something illegal along the lines. You know, it seems like Delicious has a story. That's why. Mm. Okay. Well, actually she's a Libra moon. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm shocked. All right. <laughs> I said Taurus, yeah, but too. I'm still shocked. Yeah. She's a Libra moon, no matter what her birth time is, it's still, she's pretty in the middle. So it, could, it really is just Libra. Appropriate for Libra. <laughs> <laughs> right um, in the middle. Right. So I guess both. So it came down to two Capricorn suns with air sign moons, which. That's funny. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is. Funny how that how that broke down. How that tracks, right? Yeah. I'm also very curious, Charlie, what would you think of his baby mamas? Like all the kids he has, oh, what wow. do you think his type is? Like <laughs> we haven't seen the baby mamas, but if you were to assume there's a type for Flav, what do you think that type would be? See, because he ha- he started having all those kids in the 80s, to me, all of his baby mamas look like salt or pepper. Okay. <laughs> That's what I picture. <laughs> To be totally honest. Wait, that's amazing. He does love him a lighter skin, a fairer skin woman for sure. He truly does, yeah. I mean we saw who won season one. Right. Before Shaq got to her. I mean, we saw who he was practically in love with on Surreal Life. Like (laughs) he clearly Red Sonia herself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I argue that New York is probably the most dark skinned woman he's ever been with. 100%. And that's yeah. I can see that, yeah. Wow. That's very funny. Okay, yeah, he definitely loves him a little yellow bone for sure. Okay. Or a white woman. Okay. Because even crazy, he loved crazy up until the end, like until she showed herself as like a clout chaser. That dollar store Erica Mena. <laughs> Definitely a great value, Erica Mena. Indeed, and Erica Mena is bad enough. Ooh, yikes. Although, she really cheapened herself. What yeah. did she mm-hmm. I was saying she really cheapened herself in her later years. I feel like I respected her a lot more when she was just like a nondescript hoe, you know what I mean? Kind of on love and hip hop, but like really moving in silence. But once she got on the show full time and started becoming like a Mona Scott character it she in Safari, like she made some really bad turns. Last Safari is not a man you have kids with either. That was a that was a really that bad a choice. Yeah. Party foul. Yeah, that eternal sure. child. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't if I had clip, the capability. Right? Did y'all see that clip of like her revealing to him that she's pregnant a second time? He was so he was so sullen <laughs> about it. He was literally like a petulant child. And it was also her saying like oh, by the way, I'm like 20 weeks along. And I'm like, wait, what are you saying? What do you mean you're 20 weeks along and you live with this man and he's your husband and he has no idea, nor are you? Like, I'm confused. Wow. Well, I would say that Nikki dodged a bullet, but she jumped right in front of another one. So (laughs) I don't know about that. But good luck to Erica and all her kids. (laughs) because <laughs> she's literally gonna be a single mom for sure <laughs> did you see he also put out a claim saying like he was like i was acting like i'm very pissed with that footage i didn't know it was going to be released but like even oh, if you bitch, were acting please. right first of all you're not that good of an actor and even if you were right. acting you knew you were acting for the show right like that footage was always going to come out regardless exactly and even if you were acting what Actually, why are you acting when your wife is telling that she's pregnant for the second time? <laughs> That's not a time that we put on, you know, our acting shoes. Like this exactly. is time where it's like exactly. real life. Like this is beyond the show. Like what are you saying? If if that's what you did, you played yourself. A hundred percent. You look so like an awful odd. father, my dude. Like wow. odd, odd behavior between the two of them, and they just have such a. Like, they just seemed, like you said, like, that seemed like a guy that she was fucking and, like, it was cool. They were sucking and fucking and maybe having group sex and, like, just doing drugs together. It seemed like one of those relationships where, like, they should have never made it serious. 
Yeah, it, it's not the kind of dick that you marry. It's the dick that you fuck. Yeah. Some men are only good for getting fucked. I'm sorry. But well, I know from all seen that leg he has in his pants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Indeed, we have. It, it, it's on sale. <laughs> <laughs> right, you can buy it. It could be yours for a small fee of $19.99 a month. Like Exactly. Whoa. Okay. Speaking of all that, I do want to make a note on this pod that obviously... <laughs> We made a post the other day talking about Travis Barker and Courtney. I'm kind of just intrigued by the whole progression of this relationship, read obsession. And um, I too am wondering what the pipe is like. I, I, is it good? It has to be. It's, uh, it's, it's big. I've seen it in person. <laughs> okay, I didn't want to put you out there, Charlie, but I was kind of like hoping like maybe like- Yeah, please share. It's a story time. It's a story time. Please share. <laughs> All right. When I was like 13, 14, I got invited to go to the Warp Tour with some kids that I knew from school. And I went and um, they also had backstage passes to meet Blink-182. This was like- 2000 I think maybe 2001 but I'm thinking 2000 so we we go backstage or whatever um and (laughs) back then they were they were performing naked to I don't know I guess promote whatever album they had out well when we got to the the dressing room they were still naked at least Travis and Mark were I don't remember if um the other one was naked Tom but Travis and Mark definitely were and uh Travis is uh well equipped Yeah, he's, um, he's he... one of those skinny guys that has like a schlong, you know? <laughs> was he flaccid at the moment? Like, what was the... Yeah, flaccid? luckily he was. Okay. <laughs> luckily. Can you imagine <laughs> having a hard dick in front of these children? I mean, I right? <laughs> Again, not I like maybe like he turned himself on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So, yeah, yeah, I'm here, folks. I mean, listen to the podcast. We give you so much intel. Uh, you know, our friends of the pod have such rich lives. So you never know what might come up. <laughs> you never know what might come up. We uh, love a new development. And also, side note, they had always said that Scott had a sausage himself. So I think Courtney likes Big Dick. I think we could. I think we can just assume that even that model she was dating that young kid. Every time I saw a meat print, I was thinking that seems pretty large. So I think she's into that. She yeah. knows how to pick them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Good for her. Kudos. Wow. All right, girl. Well, congratulations on her relationship or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> TBD, so, let's see how it ends. You know, it's starting so hot. Um, you're bleak. Why does it have to end? But this is like a <laughs> I know you're a Pisces, but love is not forever. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> like... Sorry to break like, it to you. <laughs> what did they say? If it fizzles, if it fizzles fast, it'll fizzle out faster. Like that kind of vibe. Like I don't know. I get wary when people go so hard in the beginning. Go so hard in the beginning. I mean, I yeah. Agree. But you know what? If the Pisces hopeless romantic thing wasn't a thing, we wouldn't have all these great love shows, CC Flavor of Love and Rock of Love, because Brett Michaels is also a Pisces, all right? Way to bring it back oh, okay. the fuck around. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, okay. Let's just Perfect do a segue. Little, 
<laughs> let's just do a little it's, it's not really a game but I guess it is kind of a game I kind of want to do our own version of a where are they now except we're completely making up where we think they are now so I won't talk about an obvious like oh we know what New York is doing um mm -hmm. We kind of know delicious she's kind of just like an instagram honey at this point which is fine yeah um <laughs> we've seen bucky on love and hip-hop atlanta doing her <laughs> we truly yeah so she's still also trying to find now. love her damn self um yeah for sure <laughs> but let's get into some, some of these other folks so what do we think that crazy aka heather crawford is doing as we speak being real basic somewhere she, she definitely has like a straight bang and like a crinkly hair like you know like so kind of wet a hundred percent and like she's definitely still pursuing music I don't believe that ever left her like that is what she is trying to achieve I believe I just think of the part of this season where her her mother and grandmother they were singing downstairs and <laughs> New York's mother came down to tell them to shut the fuck up and um, <laughs> just honestly. Sister Patterson. Sister, Sister Patterson. Patterson. Oh my God. An iconic woman in of herself. Indeed. Okay. So we think Crazy's still being basic, pursuing a music career that's just not going to take off. Okay. Never. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> what about still giving Ooh. out demos like to whoever will listen? Yeah. Still calling herself Nevaeh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's heaven backwards get it <laughs> she's such an event absolutely that is the most 2k thing i've ever heard <laughs> it reminds me very of 2k r&b yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so what do we think about boots aka larissa hodge now we have mm. had a boot sighting because i i would like to reference Seth Safari or whatever however you say that woman's name um she was on an episode of botched and you know how at the end they have like that limo trip to see their friends to show off their surgery boots was one of her friends wow. like really but you I know was what that's from school that's, that's where that school. is from right mm -hmm. but i was beyond shocked by that too i'm like really like marissa's here like to congratulate for her for her new tits and like she was and she looked great boots look cute so like you know she's always been i'm not girl. surprised yeah I mean, she's always a cute girl yeah and she to me she was the cutest on that show yeah for sure Most really? you don't think Beauty yeah cutest? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we know from housewives and and candace that i like a, a, a petite chocolate girl so you yes. know she's my type choice and i got a type that's my type. That's my type. That's my type. Okay. I'm open to everybody, but that's my type. I mean, that's but when fair. you see your type, you can't help but respond positively to it. I get that. I get that. She's exactly. a cute girl Thank for you. sure. But I feel mm -hmm. like she's the type where she's dating like someone with money or like he's not a celebrity, but like celebrity adjacent or, you know, trapping industry. I feel like sure. she's she someone. She gives me like Ari vibes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ari Linux. I see that. Yeah. No. That is who you meant, right? <laughs> no, we went a completely different, disgusting Ari, Ari but. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which one did you mean? I don't even know her last. What's her last name? Fletcher. Oh, the one with money bag, yo. We're going, we went ratchet. Sorry. Oh, I don't know who the hell that is. Okay. I don't know any <laughs> of those people. 
gone ghetto gutter like think yeah, we were like, like really ghetto gutter i'm honestly ashamed now think so. like cover oh. of king magazine type vibe you know what i mean oh, like that. okay yeah. so that's the thing she do. I, I feel like she's one of those uh, girls like i don't worry about like i think she she knows what she's doing she's all right like you know, she has sense. Sure. Yeah. yeah 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 okay let's see how do we feel about Buck Wild, aka Becky Johnston? Uh, I, I see her being a bank manager or something. No <laughs> accent, no nothing. She reverted back to being Becky. No longer Buck Wild. She 100% still lives in Rancho Cucamonga. I can bet my bottom dollar on that. <laughs> Which 100%. is fucking bleak. I, I'm from Southern <laughs> California, so I, I know that area. That is like, no life to live is, at all. What is the landscape of Rancho Cucamonga? Like, what are the people? Does she fit the Rancho Rocky, Cucamonga vibe? <laughs> huh? What are the people from Rancho Cucamonga like? Like, what's the stereotype? Okay, so in, in California, once you go east of, like, the 15 freeway, you're basically in Arizona. Okay. Mm. So it's real white, real plain, real racist, more often <laughs> than not. It's it's like it, it's it's like redneck California. Wow. Okay. 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 Name, like, a little trailer trashy. Crazy. Yeah, a little trailer park for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm. Okay. I get the vibes. I get the vibes for sure. She definitely like probably looks exactly the same. Like aged for sure, but also I think mm-hmm. same hair, same <laughs> length, same everything. Like same style. Same, same sunglasses. Right. Yep. Same but in like Europe. a twin set now. Yeah. As, a, as opposed to like whatever the fuck she was wearing in 2006. I can yes. see the same French manicure press on kiss yep. nails. Like not the elevated <laughs> ones that like we know we do today with, or Jack Yina does today. Like the real like back in the day ratchet ones. Yeah. It, yeah. Wow. For okay. sure. How quick they fall. Um, so a few more. <laughs> So Nibbles, a.k.a. Dominique Majors. <laughs> My queen. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh. I think, I believe mm-hmm. with she's the big a cam girl. Yes, with the, <laughs> yes, with that, with that. Um, <laughs> I would assume she's like an OnlyFans or like cam girl of some sort, like still camming, mm. still making her money, uh. but just modern money. She was doing camming back then, like, you know, on the frontier. That's why she got no respect. So, so I believe she has, she has continued her career and I'd like to think she like got herself like a man is like or like some sort of poly situation where she can have multiple people. I think I think she's doing quite well. Oh, OK. <laughs> I guess I can see that. I could definitely see the cam girl vibes. Yeah. I could um, see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I wonder if she'll pop up on my uh, timeline on my burner twitter account <laughs> <laughs> she's like spread eagle with like a dildo in her puss and like so like a ball gag i would love that i would be really excited but, <laughs> you know. if i find it i'll let you know thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you, like, do you watch like cam girl videos or like is that like a part of like your rotation i think that's the only thing you watch um but is that part of your rotation Oh yeah, I've been known to watch the the, the cams oh, every once in a while. Cam cam girl and cam boy, you know. <laughs> Don't discriminate. I love how you said like like famously. I will I will watch a cam. I've been known. Okay. okay, I respect that. If I have a little extra coin, I'll give them some tokens. You know. 
<laughs> and it really depends on what my monetary situation is like I would love to support my porn brothers and sisters but sometimes my money's low so I cannot give but when I am in the space to give I try I do try exactly yeah I'm, I'm about that life yeah yeah for sure okay well um and last but not least I mean our queen on the show personally something aka Takesha Thomas <laughs> what do you think she's doing now Hopefully not shitting on herself anymore. <laughs> Hopefully I that was that one time the, thing. Yeah, so I'm like, I want that to be the first and last time that happened to her, for real. <laughs> Can you imagine that being your first time? Like, I don't want that to be my first time <laughs> shitting on myself either, though, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> on camera in front of all these people. <laughs> she handled it with class and grace. So, like, honestly, it did seem like she had done it before. So maybe not. Uh, Ooh. and you know what more on that later (laughs) what is she doing now maybe she has like a family and like lives like a a relatively normal life I don't see her living too crazy I yeah I would agree I think she probably got married she's got a couple of kids now you know settled into that mom life Mm. and then it's like fun fact oh I was on this crazy show back in 2000s called flavor of love her kids are like what yeah Wow. I don't think I don't would show your kids though if you were right. <laughs> if you were the one that on herself. I don't know. I don't know. She seemed really brave in that moment. I would believe that she would be open to sharing that with her children. She reminds <laughs> me of like when you have to be brave because that's the only option you have. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I already shat on myself on national television. Everyone knew it was fucking me. Like I can't <laughs> not go into this defensive as fuck. Like I've, I've uh, I have to agree. Those walls <laughs> gotta go up. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no time to be humble anymore. Like I just gotta go through it. For sure. All right. So we <laughs> We enter into the first episode, and so I, you know, Flavor pulls up to the mansion with all his bitches. Hey, that was inappropriate, whatever. And um, if you notice, <laughs> it just took me just this like last watch to see it, but he actually pulls up in the same suit that he wears at the finale, like um, I guess like the last part of the finale where he basically eliminates New York again. He's wearing that same red polyester sequin suit with like <laughs> the shirt and this big silver clock and looking, you know, very flayed, I guess. I don't know. That's his favorite uh, ensemble, I guess. That, that's the one he pulls <laughs> out for special occasions. Right. For sure, his uh, good luck suit. I, just an overall note throughout the show is like, he's always in a, some sort of costume and I, it, it's always so distracting to me and it's so funny how the women act as though it's so day-to-day I mean it is so day-to-day for him, <laughs> but no one ever like they call him like snazzy maybe but like they never acknowledge that he has on like sunglasses a top hat a clock and like a full <laughs> jester suit like, right. <laughs> literally perpetually yells out flavor flavor like no one does this <laughs> flavor flavor <laughs> <laughs> It's out of moments. Take a shot every time he makes these bitches say that shit. Like, oh like, shit, we'd be dead. <laughs> um, you know, he dresses like a man born in 1959, like big oversized Woo. suits. Um, thinking that's cute. It's just, you know, whatever. I guess it adds to his appeal to these women. 
So like I said, he pulls up to the mansion. He's, for some reason, he has like a tropical floral arrangement that he hands out. Like he's handing out like birds of paradise flowers, which <laughs> I don't know if these are like flowers that people normally hand out to people, but whatever. Okay. And then he sends them off, you know, into the house to, to find their beds. And obviously, plot twist, there's not enough beds for everybody. So then we have our first infamous fight one of the most iconic, I guess, in reality TV history, really, um, the Safari versus H-Town fight. The bitch don't hit me with flowers fight. <laughs> hit me with flowers? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, who was in the right, who was in the wrong? Who threw the first hit? You know, I mean, I would love to hear. H-Town. No, sorry, go ahead. I was saying I would love to hear what you think. Oh, what I think? Oh. I'm the, the white girl, because they, they always hit first. Uh, I'm looking back. She's the one like, who was holding the flowers, right? So yeah. yeah. Safari said, bitch, don't hit me with flowers. So I'm assuming that she hit her with flowers. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. When we um, were watching it, I was telling Jay, like, truly, like, what, what really tipped it over the edge for Safari, though, is that once the fight took a turn and they were like rumbling like like cartoon style like rolling around the room <laughs> and they suddenly end up on that that like wavy white bitch's bed and like she fully wraps her uh, leg bitch, around is wired. <laughs> don't be disrespectful <laughs> <laughs> wait but my the funniest part to me the funniest part to me though is that she was just standing there watching the whole thing she wasn't adding any commentary she wasn't hyping anybody up. She wasn't even saying like, get off of each other. She was literally just standing on her bed watching the fight break out. It was really iconic, if you will. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's Safari, a free show, why not? <laughs> Safari fully wraps her legs around that woman's neck. It's like bashing her head in. And I was like, okay, then you have to go home. Like you, you've just gone too far. And as she's bashing her head, she's saying, get off me, get off me. Like, You're the one wrapped around her, bashing her in that head. Whatever. And I want to make a note that this fight was not even 10 minutes into the show. Crazy. Right, the yeah. way that people talk about it, it wasn't even five minutes into the house. Like they mm-hmm. had just run into the house. <laughs> but also you know what was... I was on Safari's side in that to be honest and I don't think she should have gotten kicked out I mean kicked out was a bit much because obviously the producers you put less beds than there were women in the house because you wanted something to pop off and she gave exactly. it exactly so why? they were angling for a fight yeah right but I kind of give it to H-Town for stepping up to Safari Instead of just like, you know, like just walking away and thinking like, damn, that bitch just took my bed and crying about it even as they like to do. Um, as she I mean, I guess. Anyway, she was like, no, this is my bed. I kind of respect that. I mean, yeah, points for, for spine, I guess. But <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there was a, a, a better way to handle that on her end. But, you know. <laughs> Yeah, we are talking did. about flavor of love. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was going to say, but we're wanting more out of these women than they have to offer. I believe that H-Town did as good as she could. And I think Safari did as good as she could. And that's just what happened. 
she did as good as she could by beating her ass yes yeah i agree <laughs> the bitch said she was from crenshaw so though fuck with her and she had to exactly. make a point you can't threaten that and then not make a point yeah 40 41st in normandy i believe she said <laughs> <laughs> exact location <laughs> i love that um yeah so i guess the girls get pulled aside they're upstairs sitting in like this little waiting room <laughs> lounge area <laughs> um, like they're waiting for the principal's office safari you know putting on her infamous aka lip chap and she offers h-town some h-town uh declines use of the lip chap and she tells her that she's basically ghetto and this is not compton to which safari <laughs> replies i'm from crenshaw <laughs> like and <laughs> I said Crenshaw. I didn't say Compton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Inglewood, whatever. Right. I'm not a New Yorker. How far is Crenshaw from Compton? Or is it even... Crenshaw is a street that runs through South Central. So it does run through Compton. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the Thank clearing. you for the geography lesson. <laughs> no problem. I mean, I'm not from LA. I'm from San Diego, but you know, it's two hours away. So, so I've you been get there it. before. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I've been that to is... the swap meet over there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good old swap meet. This is a black ass episode. Jesus. <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> Um, in the meantime, all the other women are downstairs. You know, we get the champagne bottles going and everyone's drinking, having a good time, seemingly. And so obviously we were met with Toasty, which this is before she gets her name. I, I guess her name is like Jennifer or something like that. And um, she gets toasted pretty early on, like, like sunglasses on indoors, toasted, like. <laughs> Loppy with a capital yeah. S. Mm-hmm. A true slopopotamus. Truly. <laughs> One <laughs> of the first. and confused, cross-eyed, eyebrows raising at nothing. She's <laughs> <laughs> like three sheets to the wind, really. Uh, Becky refers to her as a drunk, wobbly person, and of which she loves drunk, wobbly people. And so, <laughs> you know, everyone's whatever. What I do notice in this particular episode, especially this season, um, there was a lot of bisexual talk, a lot of bisexual mm. shaming also, which is true really ironic coming from the likes of Delicious and Bucky, because we never <laughs> go on to um, explore the, <laughs> those uh, feelings in and of themselves. So it's kind of that, that's like, always how it starts. <laughs> exactly. They yeah. were probably I was telling Jay, I said they probably were already doing it at this point, just living in shame. So they had to attack some bitch who was like confident in her bisexuality and like yeah exactly okay. it sure. was a the baby situation before the baby was the baby <laughs> a thousand percent because I know when I go to a concert I'm thinking about who's sucking dick in the parking lot how about you two <laughs> okay, <laughs> Not the fact that was top of mind for him is like okay well i know where you're at okay cool 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 but not even so top of mind it was so top of mind that you felt the need to do a shout out for it like that's little (laughs) that's psycho and who does a shout out where they're physically excluding somebody usually you do right so throw your hands up you've got a hundred dollar bill you don't say throw your hands up if you're not sucking dick in the parking lot right now (laughs) (laughs) 
who put their hands up at that point? Like, I feel like everyone agree. Like, no one's going to put their hands up. I, who's revealing themselves? Nobody. What do you say? <laughs> no. um, and we're obviously not talking about, like, what he further went on to say. And then, obviously, we all know that he doubled down on it when we were asking him for apologies earlier. And then he just recently came out with, like, an actual apology, probably from a PR person, which I don't know why PR teams don't exist anymore. I remember when I was in college, <laughs> PR was like the hot major to have. I don't know why it died down because you people cannot do this shit on your own. You need somebody no, to tell you cannot. what you say and what you can do and what's not okay. Um, exactly. So he finally it's needed now more than ever, quite honestly. That's the gag. The, that is the true gag. And honestly, I mean, he, it came too little too late, clearly. And obviously after he just got dropped from so many festivals, this last one being Governor's Ball in New York. So, I mean. Good riddance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Better start that OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> you I'll need give you to you in a parking lot now. That's what I exactly. want to see. <laughs> I want to see you making that money on your OnlyFans. <laughs> Yeah, so we've given baby. I mean, as much talk as he, I mean, honestly, more than he deserved. So I might even cut that part out because I don't really care about him. But, <laughs> <laughs> literally, fuck him. But anyway, like, literally, I'm fuck cool him. With that, yeah. Um. So, <laughs> like I said, there's a lot of bisexual shaming, but it's from bitches that it's ironic because we know that they're. That's like their lifestyle right now. And there was nothing wrong with it then and there's nothing wrong with it now. It's just, Dolph protests too much is what I felt like. Um, yeah. The funniest part of it though was like that the conversation came up so early. It's like they're getting to know each other and like it seems as though one of the first topics were like, whose pussy would you eat in this house? And I was like, whoa, <laughs> ladies. Jesus You're Christ. telling on yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, Nibbles is the first to answer. Like, she's beyond ready. So it was just, it really set the tone. It really set apart the, you know, the boys from the men, if you will. Yeah. You know, it's Indeed. Nibbles with a tongue ring that was quick to say. <laughs> uh, Nibbles is born ready. Born ready. <laughs> anytime, anytime you come across a bitch with a tongue ring, you know she's born ready. And it's yeah. so funny because my, I don't, I don't know if I told this story on the pod, but because it, it's honestly so stupid, but my aunt got a tongue ring at one point when I was a little younger. And she was a wild child. Now she's a pastor's wife. So, you know, do with that information what you will. But, <laughs> that tracks. Uh, I was just going to say that really tracks. Yeah. <laughs> this is a woman that was sneaking out of the house to, you know. Yeah, no. So, you yeah, know. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to put some respect on her name and her children, my cousins. But let's just be honest. That's what she's doing. Running the streets. And so, oh, let's say she had, she got a tongue ring. But. What she told me is that her room was so messy, which it was, she was a very messy person, that she tripped over something and like, I guess fell and like pierced her tongue. That, this is what she told me. Uh-uh. To explain okay. the tongue uh-uh. Uh-uh. Um, Rather than I'm just being a nasty girl and this is what nasty girls do. Uh-huh. And I believed it because likely I like, story. <laughs> and I was like five. So I was like, oh wow, like, again, yeah, that's plausible. Like, yeah, I fall in triple the time too. Like, you know, not thinking. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, something's not adding up. Um, but the tongue rings also never last that long, let's be honest. They're just they're in the way. No. They're in the way, they're not professional. Yeah. 
Right. I think that's a stigma that's not going to go away. Like we can we can kind of talk about tattoos, we can talk about other piercings, but I don't know if a tongue piercing is ever going to like be destigmatized. It's kind of just because you know what it's for. It's only for one reason. It, <laughs> it's literally <laughs> only for oral sex. Like there's no other inclination for it any yeah. other time. Yeah. Not even stop in your mouth. No one's really seeing it until you're talking or something. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. It's for pleasure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Another minute, we're back upstate in sweet. I said upstate. Upstairs in what's appropriately named sweet flavor. And uh, <laughs> each of the women in this, this fight get to, I guess, defend themselves. So H-Town comes in and she's doing the whole, you know, white woman tears bit. She's crying. She's The music is even, you know, clearly indicating like indicative of the producers being on her side. The music is somber, it's it's sullen, it's sad, it's wow, like she really was the victim in all of this. And then Safari comes in, the music changes, it gets really ghetto. I wanna say the the captions even say like urban beat or something. Urban beat? It's like made, like they made a note of beat change and um, you know, clearly Flav or none of us, I guess, at home believe that Safari was the victim here. And, you know, and that was that. And she gets sent home for that. So I just feel like, I mean, I, I guess we said it earlier, though. We just feel like she shouldn't have been sent home. No. Reprimanded, yeah. sure. But like sent home, no. No. Or they both should have gone home because they were fighting, you know. They both each town yeah. her first. Now, what I do love is that Safari is a little bit of a prophet because she mentions while she's being picked up and dragged out by Big Rick, um, who's as she's finishing her cocktail, which I love, finishing her cocktail and missing a shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Do not go last that long, or something of that line. And and wow, she was right because H Town ended up going home like later on this episode, right? Like. Yeah, <laughs> she in fact did not last that long post Safari, but um, I mean, obviously, this wouldn't air, this show probably wouldn't air nowadays, but it was kind of like a mockery of like Safari. And I just felt like H Town should have been eliminated at the same time as her, just because it's like they both were fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, but she really did get eliminated later that night, so was it really a victory? Not really sure. Do you guys think Safari would have went? Far though, I guess is also my question. Mm. Uh, mm. I think she would have lasted right up until the finale. Like she would have been like the last girl eliminated. Oh, like so instead of oh, crazy, really? you would have said Safari. Yeah, definitely. Oh wow. Really? wow. I was thinking. Okay. I was thinking that maybe she would be eliminated after like that, but before Bucky. You see what I mean? I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah. But I feel well, like the producers would have kept her on longer because oh, yeah. she had, you know, like a personality, which Crazy didn't have. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Crazy was only there because um, Flav liked, like, making out with her and her sucking his dick or whatever she was doing like right. he was not there for exactly. tv at all yeah. or whatever she was doing <laughs> <laughs> she was only a whole sir 
Not hundred percent. Um. Yeah. Okay. I think she would have gotten eliminated either right before, or right after New York came, kind of around that mid-season. Shape. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, if she had stayed. Nonetheless, we move on, and it's time to give nicknames. So I think, I guess, you know, I mean, Flavor Love was one of the first of the dating shows, but he's kind of like iconic for giving the girls nicknames. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, even more iconic names that literally make no sense, um, have nothing to do with the women in general, and are grossly misspelled. So that brings us to my <laughs> other question. Do you feel like you have a name in mind of which you would want your name to be? Hmm. Like of the options he gave or like create a name? Create your own of the options he gave. It doesn't matter. I'm not, I won't put too much pressure because, you know, I didn't <laughs> give you guys a heads up ahead of time. So think of how you want to think. But I'm wondering, like, do you have a name that you think would be appropriate for you? Huh. Appropriate for me or appropriate to flavor flavors? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're two different I mean, things. Because Warren <laughs> thought that her name should have been Sugar Lips, but clearly that wasn't <laughs> Sugar Lips. <laughs> cards for her. So, I mean, whichever one. Hmm. And we can come back to it. I can let you guys think about it while we chit chat. I would have liked to have been called like kitten and so my nickname could be like kitty. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Kitty cat. Yeah, like I feel like I could really play with that name and it's it could be spelled any which way. So I, I think I would have been kitten kitty. You know what I mean? Kitten kitty, kitty. okay. Okay. Oh. Well, at the time Chappelle show was really popping off. <laughs> and you know. You, we all know now that my real name is Charlie. Uh, and people have always said that I look like Eddie Murphy. So I feel like he would have uh, called me Murphy. After Charlie <laughs> and Eddie Murphy. Like how Nibbles' name is like inspired by her speaking like Mike Tyson. Like you, <laughs> I, I really like that you saw inspiration in that. That's really cool. Exactly, yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Murphy. But it would have been Murphy with like two E's instead of a Y. Yes, E-E. It definitely would have been his favorite thing to end. Like Spunky's name was for like the suit. It's an E E Y at the end instead of just a Y. He likes it E E Y. Mm-hmm. So you would have mm-hmm. been F E E Y Murphy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I Good. guess that's that flavor, you know. <laughs> that flavor, yeah, that, flavor. That flavorism. Okay. <laughs> uh, that, what know, would you have been? Moon at work, Jay. Um, I don't know. I guess. I feel like it would probably be something like tequila or something. Because I imagine as soon as I walked in the house, I would have to have a drink in my hand to get through the day-to-day basis. (laughs) (laughs) On a show like this, of having to make out with slaves to, to, you know, (laughs) to get some sort of fame under my belt, because I can't imagine me actually being in love with him and wanting to, like, you know, catch his eye. (laughs) You know, I'm on, like, a crazy type of agenda. I'm clearly just trying to promote myself. Um, and you know, that's something fun. It's like, you know, when you hear the word tequila, like you, or you think of the drink, like you rarely think of like bad things unless you just had like a bad, you know, tequila experience, but it's always a fun time. So I would say tequila, it would probably be grossly misspelled like a T-A-K-E-E-L-A or something stupid. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, I feel like he would have either called you silver or gold. <laughs> but silver with like a Y. Yes, 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 yes. Silver. All right. Here we are. Silver, Murphy, and King Kitty. <laughs> so stupid. Well, I want to take a brief moment just to talk about how heavily he makes out with these women, like over Oh. Kisses. <laughs> how deeply he tongue kisses his women. Like when he's in their mouth, it's like he's trying to lick their tonsils. Like he's down their throats. It's nasty. Truly, yes. Ugh. If you are a man who learned how to kiss a woman from this show, I feel real bad for you. <laughs> like, it's never a light peck with him. Like, it's always full tongue. And you know what? <laughs> that brings me to another point. Thank you for bringing that up. Sure. Because I've noticed, in particular with one of the Mercurial signs, aka the Geminis, Gemini moons especially, they are mouth whores. And by mouth whore, you know, on this show, we'll reference a lot of t- to that. But we mean like people that just like like to put their mouth on someone. They just love to kiss. <laughs> you know, that's just like, that's how they say hello. There's no hug. There's let's kiss. Um, I know quite a few Gemini moons in my life and they're very much so like that. I think of Tom Sandoval. I know he's a mouth whore. Um, I'm sure he wishes Ariana was more of one. <laughs> and so now I'm thinking about like how Flav is he's he's you know Gemini Mooney he always he always wants to put his mouth on somebody and how you know Newark was always down for that when you see them kiss on the show they literally are trying oh. to devour each other it's oh, oh, God. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks oh. <laughs> it's like maybe that's only the type of kissing like another Gemini moon could appreciate but. Like, let me massage your molars with my tongue. Like, yeah. This give you a full exam. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, oh, my God. It's so nasty. And he just doesn't seem like a very clean individual. Like, he just seems like a pretty... That's racist. A hundred percent. And, like, he just... It's, he's giving me grody, like nasty, sleazy. Like even when the finale, when he like fell asleep and woke back up, like he definitely like doesn't care about morning breath or anything like that. Like, <laughs> always drinking. So he, he always has like liquor on the breath. And also he's ready to kiss any of these bitches at any time. And he doesn't care what your status is. Did you just eat Doritos? Perfect. Did you just wake up? Great. Did you throw up? That's fine. Like he doesn't care. And again, in order to be a true mouth or you can't care, you know? Yeah, you can't. You, you, you kind of have to overlook that because you know not everyone's mouth is super fresh and then you have the other side like the other mercurial sign I think of like Virgo um who are very much so very caring they care about your Dorito breath they care about your <laughs> nap you know midday nap breath they care about those kind of things so yeah just food for thought if you see another Gemini moon just just watch how they make out with pretty much everybody if they can. Me and my cancer moon could never. <laughs> I don't even want you to blow yes. me with bad breath. Ugh, like. Mm-hmm. And you know, and honestly, I mean, I'm a burger moon. So again, I've already stayed, stayed in my stance on these kinds of things. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, I've gone out with my Gemini moon friend and like making out with 
niggas in the club. Like that was like her thing. And that's fine. It's just, I can't do that. Where <laughs> has your mouth been? How much? I don't know your storyline. Like where, like up until this point at 1 a.m. Like where has that mouth been? It's been on a journey and I don't know that journey <laughs> and I don't know you or trust you enough to believe in that journey. So like, no, I am unable to detach and, and, you know, make out with you heavily when I don't know wh where you've been all day. You know, I think about all the, you know, I was about to say Henny, which is problematic enough. But so but I'll say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the Henny you've been drinking, alcohol doesn't, you know, give you fresh breath. So even that- It I'm doesn't. Just... <sighs> and not a lot of people care. Like, it, you know, it's, they've it's... been living like whatever. How free does it feel to live like that? To not give a fuck about? I'll never know because I've been real careful <laughs> with my mouth ever since my entire ninth grade class caught mono at a party. <gasps> I remember like, those no phases, chances. the mono phases where people would come back like monoed up like a whole click. Oh my God. Yeah, and I feel like that phases, child. Mm -mm. It was I don't know, awful. Was it it wasn't a really black thing. Again, I hate to be stereotypical here, but none of my black friends got mono, but the white kids. Oh yeah, mono up. Yeah, I got it. So I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> you were living a white life. It's sick. different. It's different. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> it's not you. It's them. You were living their life, so you got caught up. It's fine. I I could have. It could have been me too. I just slipped through. It's fine. Oh my god, what was mono like? <laughs> They make it seem like you get mono and you die on these like TV shows. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it was like having the flu, but less of the snot and more of the fever and sluggishness. Mm. Okay. So a little bit like the side effects from getting a COVID shot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they definitely over-dramatized it. it. I heard much more severe stories. I think it was over-dramatized for sure. I mean, okay. it's like those fucking like don't smoke commercials where the, the bitch would be flattened on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's like kind of on track. Like you are kind of flattened in a way. Like you don't want to move, especially if you have certain strains, not naming names, Gorilla Glue, where, you know, you feel like you're stuck. Ooh. But um, wow. Right. Yeah, it wasn't that dramatic. <laughs> right. What a health PSA we just went on, everyone. Um, get your vaccine if you haven't. Stay clean. Mask up, kids. <laughs> so, Don't be all Florida about it. Right. Ugh, Don't make that with just anybody. Now's not the time. Right. Gemini's hold back. I know you want to make out with <laughs> I know it's against your nature, but please. <laughs> stand back and stand by. <laughs> wow um, all right so speaking of i guess messy people so the first person online for this nickname um bequeathing is fucking toasty with her drunk ass and um, obviously he named her toasty because she's literally toasted she has the nerve to ask why um <laughs> I couldn't believe she was standing up at this point. She looked like if you blew on her, she would fall over. Like she looked. She was Anna Nicole levels of gone. Wow, absolutely. Right. Like it's Our very much that. Man. Right. Yeah. He, uh, according to her, she said, Toasty has nothing to do with how much I drank. He should have named me perfect, which. Oh, girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't look twice. Exactly. She was regular looking as hell. 
so regular. The next step. I'm sorry to say it, but all of the white women in that house were very regular. Oh, for sure. And some even below average, I would I would venture to say. I would say so. I I would say Buck Wild is below average. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And so was that one woman, Sugar Lips. She was below average. Wire. You're a fucking name by the end of the Zoom, all right? (laughs) Sugar Lips to me. Um, (laughs) It's like like Toby versus Quincy Kense. Like, you're gonna know her name. You're right. My thing is, yeah, I mean, they were all pretty basic. My thing with Bucky, though, is that I just can't get over her with that, like, polka dot dress, wrap dress with the fucking fedora and, like, the Mary Jane shoes. She loved, like, a Jason Mraz type look where she would have on, like, a vest and, like, a button up underneath. Like, it was not always, Jason Mraz. It was Jason Buck Mraz. Buck Wild was always like, Natasha like, Betty. It was good yes. Yes, yeah. yes. For sure. Um, and I it. you know, Shay Johnson was next and she turns over, slaps her ass. Slave proclaims heavens to hemorrhoids, which gross. Oof. And, and, <laughs> I'm guessing he would know. <laughs> he is absolutely filthy. I cannot. And he says, you're like a buckaroo, baby. She came out bucking, so I call her bucking. <laughs> what, in fact, is a buckaroo? Is that like an animal that I don't know about, or what's the deal? Yeah, is he likening her to like before the stallion craze, like a horse? Is that what a, a bucky is? See, I thought it was a cowboy, but maybe it, it is, is a, a horse. No, okay. No. Oh, okay. That's the real <laughs> name of it. Um, <laughs> it's someone who comes out bucking so (laughs) also something i'm obsessed with and i've told jay but like multiple times throughout this series he referred you know he likes to have his little flavisms and he makes up little rhymes like Mm -hmm. his rhyme for her was like she was bucking and she was trucking and i just love that (laughs) (laughs) sure yeah she is bucking and trucking sure yeah i guess so Wow. I feel like both of those terms normally refer to something else, but yes. I mean, in Flavor Flav's mind, they make sense. Right. Um, next up, we have Jay's favorite white woman um, who says that her name should be like Sugar Lips, and Flav completely ignores that and calls her <laughs> Nah, fuck that. He was like, nah, you know, your name should be Wire. And she's like, he can see into people, I think. Like the essence of me is electricity. Um, so I'm a live wire. So I thought it was perfect. Okay, wow. honey. <laughs> I don't think he was looking that deep. Right. He was going to eliminate you soon anyway. So your name was irrelevant to him. But... <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was about energies, you know? <laughs> live wire. Okay. <laughs> he just made that shit the fuck up. Um, <laughs> And so next we have the infamous Nibbles. She tells us her measurements, which are 36, 26, uh, 40, which. <laughs> <laughs> the 40 I'm is about embellishment. I'm a little dubious on the 40. Today. Yeah, she. Yeah. Shut up. She was giving snake hips. I, I wasn't seeing the 40. 
And, yeah, she know, was giving thin women, like what 40? Okay. Right. And she's like, wave, I'm up here. Cause you know, she feels like he's staring at her tits. And they look mm-hmm. like pretty average tits to me. So um, I mean, whatever. He wanted to call her Tyson because obviously she has the list. Right. <laughs> the Keely Williams list, but it's fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he calls her Nibbles instead, and she takes it. Nibbles with a Z, everyone. Don't get it. Of course. <laughs> it was 2006 everybody and we're dealing with flavor flave <laughs> oh yeah that was the height of the z craze where everything had a yep. date for sure 100 mm-hmm. next up is our girl something i don't know what made him think of something he was just like oh it's it's something and she was like he oh, was right. you're really something you know that yeah, <laughs> and so that's what he named her and it stuck Next, we have a woman who didn't really make it into the house, who's a very scary looking woman, in my opinion. And I don't care if I get jail for it. None other than uh, Comp, no, Hood, I guess her name Yeah, right. Ooh, she was rough. She was so. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so but then he eliminated her later for like wanting to like become famous because hey, of her. Yeah, she like, ma- she let it slip that she had just been newly saved and. Jesus was yeah. saved, you know, our sins, and you know, that turned everyone off, evidently. So you are on the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then obviously his spy comes up next. He names her eyes. I-Y-E apostrophe Z. How did no one know that eyes was the spy? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. The next one was Tiger, aka she trains tigers, tiger trainers. Okay, Tiger. Again, she was on she was on the wrong show too. They should have waited to put her on Rock of Love, I feel like. Right. She (laughs) she should have been on Rock of Love before. She might even she has that vibe. She did yeah. have like a she looks literally like one of the girls on Rock of Love Bus. Like I wish I could pull up the she literally is a doppelganger now that you say it. <laughs> yeah, it, is. it it could have been like, you know, Tiger Britannia. Like they could have been next to each other. Like it really was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, obviously everyone knows Britannia is my queen, that's why I named her first. Ah. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what does that say about me, you know? So then the next one was beautiful. He spells it very wrong. Whatever, fine. Ooh, it was very yeah. Show, but whatever. That little middle part bouffant thing she had going on. That middle middle bump. Um. Whatever. Next up is none other than you know Charlie's queen, I guess, and it is. <laughs> I want to knock your queen to be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so he named her Boots for her butt because he wants to knock them boots. I want to knock knocking boots. <laughs> she does her a infinite. very played out reference, like an H Town reference that not everyone would get, but I, I. It was fifteen it. years late. Yeah, yeah, extremely, yeah. <laughs> extremely late, classic but... song, but not right for the time. Yeah, but I but, mean, wait. timeless at the same time. Right, yeah. I get it. Anybody who knows anything about you know our kind of music, R&B, like, they would know that song, so it's fine. Yeah. Her signature, you know, bend over and shake a move that she also does later on in the season, um, when they when they had to entertain Flav's friends who consisted of, like, three, six months. Warren G. Yeah. 
and like fucking G. A bunch of hoodlums. Sans could be said. Yeah, like, like Lloyd Banks. Banks. <laughs> like, it was like the motliest crew. Oh my God. But like, whatever. The people that uh, white people think of when they say the word thug. That, yes. That's who his friends were. His entire clique. Like, and he doesn't match that energy. And I love that he's able to hang out with those type of people, but still be flayed. You know, he'd never change. I like that. Indeed, yes. Warren G. Okay. Um, Same old G. Yeah. <laughs> like that comes up next. And she proclaims, I ain't skinny, but I ain't fat. <laughs> that's all i got to give it's like that and he says okay <laughs> like that <laughs> she did have a great body though i don't think we really saw it until uh charm school but she she was shaped real nice i gotta yeah, give it really to tried to play her on this show like she was just the most misshapen and sweatiest bitch ever like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, right, clearly the, the fat phobia and you know the biphobia was running rampant on this show. Yes. Um, the spoiler alert, it's still running rampant, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you hate the whole see. world couldn't see it then, <laughs> like <laughs> when social media came around. Right, right. 100%. You hate to see 16, 17 years later, we're still fighting the fight, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're woke because we had to wake the fuck up, everybody. Stop sure. complaining. <laughs> it was necessary. Exactly. <laughs> Next up was a girl that, like, honestly flew under the radar for everyone. Her name is Chocolate. Um, he said, I could feel your aura and then named her Chocolate. So I was also very confused about <laughs> like, her naming. Okay. You could tell um, who he liked by how much time he took, like, Tiger, he didn't care about you. Like you said, you're a tiger trainer, sure. Like like that, like oh, like you said, like that. That's fine. Um, but like yeah. boots, he thought that through. Like I want to fuck you. I see your ass. What am I gonna do? I want to knock him boots. Like he, you could tell. You can always. Tell. It was real involved. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. The next up was who he names patience, and I'll get into the spelling a little later. But he names her patience because he was taking so long to name her. But in this case, it wasn't because he was genuinely trying to come up with a name for her. It was that he actually could not come up with a name for her. Um, yeah. He wasn't giving him anything. He does one of those flavism read menstrual moments and he goes, don't touch that doll because I'm taking a while. <laughs> um, Wait, do you, I remember there was this stand-up where Cat Williams talked about, like, he got an opportunity to do somebody's roast on, like, Comedy Central. Again, we're going way off topic, but it's all within the realm. So, he was like, so I went to the roast, and, like, they didn't really give me a script, but, like, cool, whatever, I'm gonna show up. And he was, like, he was there, and Flav was one of the people gonna be getting roasted, I guess. So, Flav gets up there and getting roasted, and, like, they have him doing, basically, for lack of a better word, coon stuff, like, coon behavior. And Kat said to himself, like, he was, like, taken aback. He was like, well, like, I didn't come here to act like that. So, like, I don't know what they want me to do, but that's giving me a bad vibe. Like, I need to leave. So he talked to Flav behind, like, in his trailer. And they were, he was like, Flav, like, they have you doing, like, menstrual show type activities. Like, are you not embarrassed? And Flav was like, they pay me, though. And that was it. And Kat said, and I still walked out of that opportunity, but it's good to know he has no pride. And I said, wow, that is. <laughs> That is Flav in a nutshell. Of course he would do it for the cat. He learned <laughs> nothing from Chuck D. <laughs> in all those years. 
I really love that about Flav. Like that really tracks. Why would he be conscious and like care about that? He would do anything for a buck, of course. Yeah. Flav said, I know who I am. I have 50 <laughs> of them kids to fucking feed. Oh. So much in child support and alimony, I'm sure. I would die. Like legal bills, yeah. yeah. Legal bills up the fucking roof. They pay me, uh-huh. I'm doing it. <laughs> um, I oddly respect that. I don't know. Find me a little later, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, so he names her patients, and her name is P A Y S H I N T Z. God damn. <laughs> that was a feat. <laughs> you, know you went out of your way to spell it wrong. That's the crazy part. Yeah. Yeah. But then it could serve You have to work feet. hard for that. Right. <laughs> I'm like, does he not know how patience is really spelled? Or was he just I mean, like, growing out of his way? L- look at that man. I mean, I, I think we know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the one you want to hear. So, yeah, for sure. Nope. Hate to see it. Um, damn. Well, next up is crazy. She's already singing for him, so we kind of already know the vibe that she's on. Um, he instantly gives her the crazy, sexy, loud, crazy, you know, Latina trope that yeah, she has, stereotype. Yeah, <laughs> she's really done nothing to deserve. Like she's doing nothing. She gives nothing. Literally zero. (laughs) If Flavor Flav understood irony, I would understand why he gave her that name, but I don't think he does, and it's inappropriate. Yeah, he gave her literally for a racist reason. That was so crazy. Really big question mark because is she even Latina? Because her grandma and mom are pretty white. So that's true. We don't know. I don't. don't Her and Becky might be cousins. Yeah. I don't think who's ever Latina, but whatever. Everyone on the show is like moonlighting as another race. Like the, the ones that aren't black, they're like, fuck. We gotta figure some shit out. Honestly, it was it was big of them to even bring up the fact that Buck Wild was posing as a black person because yeah. during this time it's 04. Like who the fuck cares? But they even brought that up that she was doing it, which is crazy. That means I mean obviously she was doing it badly. That's why they brought it up. Um <laughs> I like that like that was the one to bring it up because when she brought it up she said like she said it in a manner like it's been bothering me honestly since the moment I met you and now that we're here like what the fuck is up with the accent like I've got ass like it was killing her <laughs> so like that she's from New York obviously New Yorkers we do see something and say something okay so <laughs> there's that you can um, always count on a New Yorker to bring shit up. You yeah, can always sure. count on us to bring shit to the forefront. <laughs> um, in either event, yeah. So Flav names her crazy with a K because he says that, you know, his last three kids, they named Mama's Latina. So I guess he inspired him. Whatever. The next one is none other than Bucky in a fedora um, and some sort of <laughs> <laughs> pearl bejeweled uh, top. And uh, she brings, she actually gives him a gift. Which I thought was a nice touch to bring a gift. Um, she said her mom picked up the decorations, but she decorated it, which I don't think we needed that detail, but <laughs> we really did not. <laughs> <laughs> she brings in this like, little party city looking bag, and um, you know, it's a it's a clock for him. Cause he needed another one. 
<laughs> she definitely doesn't have enough. So yeah, I'm glad she He's made. Fine. She cheaply put together some plastic clock for him to wear. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> Very thoughtful. Um, she also goes on to say that her mom and dad is probably Oprah and Jerry Springer, which <laughs> comparison. Um, she has but a lot. Is honestly, I could. I could watch her like on a spinoff. Like I, I am quite fat. If you keep the accent. We could have had a spinoff for her, like her finding love. I think I would have been really interested in that. You're bugging. <laughs> I would have watched it. I would have watched yeah, it. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't think I would watch that. Oh, I would have watched it 100%. <laughs> I think maybe it's like the finale, but I don't think I'd watch the whole thing. Oh yeah, it's definitely like you go in for a couple episodes just to see who the guys are, but I am curious about what who she is. She's a really weird person, but I think maybe if I watch Charm School again, maybe I would get that same satisfaction. I don't know. Where I think you probably would. We said she she we said she was a bank manager in Ranch Cucamonga still. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. We sure did. A bank teller, yeah, like a <laughs> assistant manager, <laughs> shift <Yeah>. leader, uh, <laughs> shift leader. <laughs> anyway, um, you guys are foul. So. He names her Buckwall because, you know, she already named herself that anyway. She has a big ass belt buckle bejeweled, which used to be so popping back in the day. Um, <laughs> I definitely had one of those too. Do you remember the ones where it was like next level shit? The electronic like, one? Yes, the one that you're yes. for all the past. You go across the fucking screen with your name, like an animatronic. Oh, loved it. <laughs> I never had one, but there was me a guy neither. that was trying to talk to me that had one, and I gotta be honest, I was it was hot. It was hot. Like, yeah. You got money, like <laughs> this. This this man programmed an electronic belt buckle, like that's insane. Oh god, <laughs> it was so futuristic at the time. It was crazy. Yeah. Don't judge me, all I'm from the Bronx. Like <laughs> that was that was young love at its finest. We have all made mistakes, okay? <laughs> Especially when we were young. <laughs> yeah, but we haven't all seen Travis Barker naked, so I don't know. Some, I mean, true. Some upbringings are better than others. <laughs> I, it's not like my parents took me, okay? <laughs> it's not like they made it happen. That wasn't my upbringing. That was luck, question mark, I guess. <laughs> Riding the coattails of someone else. Yeah, 100%. I yeah. you're okay with not feeling scarred from seeing that at a young age, then yeah. I mean, I knew back then that, you know. <laughs> what was up, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I hear that. So next was, you know, I keep I keep calling her H Town anyway, but like her name's H Town. She's like, yeah, from Houston. So he's like, okay, bet H Town. Um, then this other like minstrel show type of woman who he names uh, Bama. She was the one with a really long neck doing a lot of weird. She like stuff. a Q-tip, yeah. She was weird. <laughs> Um, and then <laughs> she did, she, yeah. her hair was literally the texture of like cute like that swab area like it was <laughs> <laughs> i might have to cut that out because that was really crazy for you to just say um I'm, and i stand by it 100 <laughs> percent. <laughs> <laughs> okay last but not least we have delicious and he names her delicious because quote unquote she got the big table ass for real <laughs> <laughs> a picnic on her ass g for real 
Wow. <laughs> well, bon appetit. <laughs> she did have a, a great butt. He had a great body for, you know, pre-BBL or like, I guess pre-BBL popularity because obviously people yeah. like it. Um, but it just wasn't as like mainstream. Mm-hmm. Daniel Dixon shape for sure. But a natural yes. Dixon shape. Right. She was very lucky. She was gifted. Yeah, 100%. It wasn't a Kardashian ass. <laughs> Not at all. Which mine is Courtney. So Kim K, did she get a BBL back in the day? Because remember, she had that whole stint on her show where she like did like an X-ray on her ass to show she didn't have like butt implants. Oh yeah, she definitely had a BBL by that point. But she had do you think it was a BBL though? Because it doesn't look like it was lifted. It feels like they just put some more fat in there. So you think it was just like the lipo transfer, but like not necessarily lifted? That's what it looked like to me. Okay. But I mean, I'm a harsh judge because I've saying, never I think found technology... her ass like... No, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying I've never found her ass like attractive, really. Oh, shit. So oh, I might wow. just, you know, I'm different that way, I guess. Um, I think technology <laughs> was just different back then. So I think what a BBL meant was just like, you know what I mean? They weren't really doing all the bells and whistles it was a, a okay. basic transfer from the tummy to the butt not really shaping so I okay they weren't making it look good they were just yes making it an ends to a mean yeah gotcha okay fair enough um don't have an appropriate segue so here we are um the, <laughs> la- <laughs> the ladies are I guess going on their little dates with Blade now. It's not like a one-on-one necessarily, but you know, just going around and you know, schmoozing, just talking to them, kind of like a little bit of like a speed date type of thing, like a, like a what's the word I'm looking for? A mixer, if you okay. will. Mm-hmm. So he's talking to them. Chocolate says, like, I'm just a down ass chick. Like, I'll do anything <laughs> for my man. <laughs> you need to wash the car, I'll wash it. And, you know, Flav appropriately tells her, babe, you're better than a car wash. You're too fly to be washing a car. We'll take it to the- And you know what? I have to agree. (laughs) (laughs) I was very uh, confused as to why that was one of the first things she- Yeah. Um, (laughs) That lets me know from experience that some man asked her to wash her, his car. (laughs) And she did. And That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and that is just- any man that would do that to a woman is a psychopath. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, Talking about you, Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and then Flame also reveals, like again, that he has a spy in the house. We we know it's eyes. She's going around asking people for some reason. She feels the need to go and uh, you know interview Toasty, but Toasty's drunk. She's not going to give you any, like, information. Like, <laughs> she's just... No like, accurate information. That's <laughs> right. She's just living the fucking dream. Uh, <laughs> which, I don't know. Like, do you think it's okay to get that drunk? Even if it's on a TV show, like, do you think it's okay to get that drunk, like, your first night? Or, like, how are y'all feeling about that? Uh, I, don't, I don't like to get sloppy in front of the cameras. I really don't. Mm. so I, I it's a no for me mm-hmm. and it's the first night and it's flavor of love like you never know what can happen you have to be on your piece of cues like mm-hmm. 
Right. Like, what if but, somebody tried to fight her? She exactly. That's what I was going to say. What if it had been instead of H-Town, Tosi, whose bed was questioned? She exactly. was in a, in a really vulnerable place because she was not ready. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> she didn't give a fuck. But. No. Right, right. Neither of that. Um, and I guess in her mind, she was thinking, like, let me be drunk so I am down for anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in that case, I agree, Kramer. So we go on to Hood and she makes it, you know, known that she's super religious. She got saved. She thinks everyone should be saved. Um, Flav's a little turned off. In his mind, he already mentally, you know, um, kicked her out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bookwild says that you know you're cooler than a polar bear's toenails, which okay. Oh, all right. What AOL chat room did you hear that in? <laughs> right. But Flav loved it. So I mean here well, we I suppose he would. <laughs> and you know, Aaron is mine for his time. Um Bucky goes over there and she gives him her own clock, actually. But this time, this clock was like an actually professionally made clock with like her picture on it, it's like her, you know, bucking, <laughs> bucking and drugging, bucking and drugging, so. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, should have trademarked that. <laughs> bucking and drugging. I think she could have gone a long way with that for sure. Absolutely. We still know her as Bucky. That's crazy. We know her as Shay Bucky Johnson. Like. She's not just Shay. She's not just, Bu- she's Bucky. Like, uh, she should have <laughs> Now and forever. Person. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. I can't believe she's literally on TV shows years later, still looking for the same type of love. <laughs> <laughs> she um, loves a washed up rapper. Yeah. <laughs> loves a washed up rapper. <laughs> Although I guess Slappy was a better look than Flav, but uh, barely. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't do that. Come on. If you have to choose between Scrappy and Flav, say what? If you have to choose between Scrappy and Flav, you're not choosing Scrappy. Come on. I I mean, yeah, but that's a desperate situation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who would willingly fuck Flavor Flav? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess a lot of women with all the baby mamas, but I mean, without without an ulterior motive, you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Without a child support payment in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would to try to make it like, out the hood if I were in the hood. What child support payment even? But okay. yeah, he's broke. But... <laughs> like, what? This whole charade that he lives in this mansion when the show's not on, and like this is my mansion and whoever wins will be moving in with me into this very mansion. I'm like, okay, nice try. That's wise. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hang it up, Flav. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, as of 2021, Little Scrappy's net worth is $900,000. Okay. (laughs) I'm sure that's (laughs) bigger and better than Flav could ever imagine. (laughs) <laughs> well all right then <laughs> so anyway. nine hundred thousand in my face <laughs> nine hundred thousand i hate that oh wait what this is as of 2021 flavor flavors network is roughly three million hold up 
Oops, they, they lie on these fucking like these websites. These people wish they had fucking Scrappy would kill to have 900k. Are you kidding? Are me? you <laughs> saying that wealthygorilla.com is not a viable source of information? I mean, it's questionable. <laughs> Wealthy Are gorilla. You saying that this is not a plus <laughs> information? Whatever. It sounds wait, like you're, so you're wait, so you're not time. reading from his W two directly? Like I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I think Wealthy Gorilla has his W two. Um, and, and that's where this is from. Okay, thanks for making sense of that all. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. Anyway. So moving on, you know, everyone has their time with him. Like that has her time. For some reason, they do this. They have this weird connection in which they have their own like language. Um, and the producers feel the need to do a flavelation where they translate the conversation for us so that we can understand what they're talking about. Because it's oh, yeah. To anyone but them. And I can't even tell if Flav understands or if he's just super drunk at this point. Um, but you know, I mean, he's a Pisces, so he probably doesn't understand her. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. He got the impression. <laughs> right. <laughs> Most importantly, he probably just got the impression. He knew uh, her. The gist. Yeah. He knew her yeah. as, as Wire said. <laughs> and so he also has lives. a little oh. sit down with something. And this starts off really the most iconic part of the episode. So he has a little sit down. With they're talking. They're having their little conversation. They're vibing. Um, something fucks up though. She touches his face. He doesn't like that. Um, and he makes it known to her. And um, so that's a little awkward moment to kind of have to go over. But again, it happens when you're trying to learn somebody, I guess. Um, would I touch somebody's face as soon as I meet them? Probably not. But that's just me. But for some reason... Spunky also decides to come over here. And I actually realized I didn't bring up Spunky while we were talking about the nicknames, but like, whatever. No need. <laughs> None. But, but maybe a need, because she kind of was driving plot a little bit. Um, so Spunky- She was definitely over. producing. Like Spunky was producing 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to say she actually even says in this altercation, let's rewind the tapes. So Spunky was clearly aware <laughs> all times that they were being recorded, that this was a show she had a job to do. So anyway, she comes over while uh, something is talking to flame and she basically brings up that something has made it uh, aware to the group that she has had these, as uh, something claims, lesbianist feelings and thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thoughts, like you're reading her mind and I can tell her mind she's thinking of women. Like, right? <laughs> um, I don't know if there's a connection here, but it looks like something also has a tummy piercing and you know, her and Nibbles was only two openly. <laughs> bisexual people on the show so i don't know yeah. i don't know if there's a connection there but i'm just letting y'all know what i see and uh delicious has a little cameo she's like yeah she don't want you babe she wants all of us um she's a lesbian which i don't know how it progressed <laughs> to i like to like lick pussy on the side and it's like i'm a full-blown lesbian now like that's not really fair but and when her and nipples were talking about it they both led with like I love pussy on the side with my man. Like they both said it in that manner. Like I like threesomes. I like, like they make, 
they made it quite clear what they like. So it's it's really crazy that everyone spun this against them. <laughs> Only as a side, never an entree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had like, stipulations. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just can't go over the fact that she said, yeah, I did say something consisting of lesbianism, but <laughs> <laughs> like it's a crime. Like it was a crime and that like what she said was in fact of... lesbian. Like it's not, but okay. I guess she didn't have the words for it either. She was discovering herself as she was going right. to. I, that's what I'm saying. Nobody had the, the words motherfucking for words for anything. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I just malapropisms make... everywhere. Yeah, 100%. Um, and so, you know, she decides to confront Spunky because it was kind of whack. This bitch just came up in the middle of my date and was telling him that I like to eat pussy. And so, um, <laughs> I'm on her side. Like, <laughs> why are you bringing that up? Like, let me talk about that with him. Um, and Flav has seen a lot of freaky shit. I'm sure he knows what it, what the deal is. And it just also streak, like, sh- uh, strikes me that this is two different shows because on Rock Love, this is not even like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's expected that if I'm with Brett Michaels to expect another bitch to be in the bed with us at some point. And Literally I'm- on that first episode, remember that one girl took a shot out of the other girl's pussy. So like, Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, <laughs> down. And the only reason why people were disgusted is because they were at a public establishment. Yeah. <laughs> she actually did it. Like, let's be honest. I, 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 I think I missed that party. <laughs> I think I was late to Rock Love because I don't remember that. that was but Rock I would love, love to know how actually, you take a shot out of a vagina. Yeah, it was Rock of Love bus and it was the premiere <laughs> oh, episode. Okay. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> what are the logistics of that? <laughs> I too was so curious. I wonder how you even, because that, again, it shows that you've done this before. You don't naturally think, let me put a shot glass in my, my vagina. Like, she exactly <laughs> it's really wild and brett loved it so that was pretty cool too i'm sure he they did. were all Him the bitches were ready to have these girls on pitchforks roasted for dinner <laughs> right what's nasty ass was like i mean <laughs> for sure this is like, what we do having a good time like what's the problem it's like rock and roll, so like all is acceptable, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, listen, I'm looking for a bitch that could be on my bus. I don't care. That's fine. Get in um. line, bitch. Yeah, like all of them led with that too. They would always be like, Brett, by the way, like I'm totally fine with hooking up with girls. And he's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. You care. Check. Um, <laughs> he so you know did you not say eliminate somebody because they were a porn star or cam girl. He loved that shit also. Yeah. Um, Which I respect. Yeah, because realistically, <laughs> you wouldn't in real life turn that girl away because she was a camera or a porn star. You're only doing it because it's on the show and you're embarrassed to, to own your truth. Right. Just own it and it's fine. <laughs> so back to this other love show. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, now something is confronting Spunky and, you know, they have this like infamous argument, which it's just, it, it, it starts off with something kind of walking away saying, bitch, shut up. I'm something, bitch. Um, <laughs> we don't know what that is. She's like, I'm something, bitch. And then she comes back and says, 
I'm gonna have to break this glass in your motherfucking eye. And <laughs> um, <laughs> she also gave some sort of statistic. She was like, 90% of men would love to see their woman be with another woman, bitch. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, I love the facts on that. Um, no need Ooh. to fact check. It sounds pretty right to me. Yeah, that's great. 90% wealthygorilla.com would agree. <laughs> wealthygorilla.com. Sponsor us, question mark. Yeah. I think um they would also agree. These are hardcore facts. New York Times, eat your heart out. She goes with this like, weird monologue. She's like, oh my God, I'm so skinny. I'm going to get time with Like Jay and I quote this all the time. Um, what context? Not really sure. But it's just like... <laughs> just when you're whining and bitching because she was just like, she didn't know what else to do. So she decided like, let me pretend I'm spunky and then say what she would say and she would say she's too skinny like she just <laughs> she as a thick girl it. I imagine skinny bitches talking about how they're skinny all the time so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too oh my skinny. god like you're mad the thick bitch got some time with Wave and you did it so that's why you interrupted us basically is what I think that something was coming from mentally yeah said, mm-hmm. oh my god I'm so skinny I don't get any time with Flav like you're mad it yeah, was very Sheree and Marlo in Africa. Yes. But like, <laughs> solo. <laughs> she was doing it on her own. <laughs> and then they edited her like, you don't get any time with life. Like, changed her voice. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't get any time with life. Like, she got really, like, <laughs> demonic almost, question mark. Um, <laughs> so, like that helpfully has her own little segment and she's like yeah there's something about that something i'm like yeah like she's something she said i'm not going to threaten you but trust and believe if you come at me again and do anything like that again i guess i'm gonna be eliminated bitch and so i guess we can infer that if spunky approaches her in such a way again she will be forced to do something that will cost her to be eliminated is what I deduce from that. But she's not threatening her. She's simply letting her know. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a threat. Like, I'm just letting you know that like, if you do something again, it's going to bring me to that point where I'm going to have to do something so that, and then I'm going <laughs> to you're, you're now on notice. <laughs> <laughs> you are now on notice that I will literally be eliminated because I had to fight you. That's fine. <laughs> Because I stabbed you a little bit. <laughs> right, I she thought, doesn't clarify what it is, so it's right. not pretty We can open. only go by what her other threats were, which was put this glass in your motherfucking eye, quote unquote. So <laughs> I guess that's what would happen next. Um, and so we fast forward. Eyes is revealing all her secrets, her top agent secrets. Obviously, we know from season one, Red Oyster was another secret Um you know, agent for, for Flav. Is Flav <laughs> listening to Eyes? Not quite. Um, they even do a whole like <laughs> montage where he, he looks zoned the fuck out. <laughs> um, <laughs> insert any drug of choice here, but he's on it. He's not really listening, but whatever. All that to say, we get to, I'm just gonna fast forward, we get to elimination. All right. <laughs> so he, he reveals that he has uh information from a higher source <laughs> <laughs> a higher source okay <laughs> which 
is aka this white woman and um <laughs> she is pretty tall <laughs> i mean a lot of people are taller than play right so yeah he says that hood only came here because her agent sent her here um to which she was curiously quiet didn't deny it at all <laughs> didn't even try to like pretend that it was not true if she was saved quote unquote she was ready to go home anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right she, she did seem like more calm than the rest of them like she had a spiritual side to her like you know what i'm ready for whatever if i stay if i go yeah <laughs> Um, apparently Bama, out of all these other bitches, but Bama wasn't feeling played, quote unquote. And she decides to say, I don't know where you're getting your information from, which is peculiar because we know exactly where he got that information from. Um, the rat. Yeah. The rat. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I'm on her side in terms of like, well, why is she being singled out? Because there's a lot of bitches here that ain't here for play. <laughs> why me? <laughs> no one is here for play. <laughs> just say you don't like me and you don't want me and, and let's be done with it. Um, but all that to say, he gives everybody a clock and um, except for like Hood and Bama and H-town. All the ones named after their city, like H-Town, Hood, Bama. He didn't give a fuck about them. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a geographic nickname, you were gone. Yeah, out. <laughs> <laughs> and then so we get to like the next infamous part of this episode. And Ooh. after eliminations, everyone's feeling good. They got their champagne toast on. It's time to like go upstairs and call it a night, call it a wrap on recording. And everyone's like, wow, what's that smell again? Oh, it's like, Flav even goes, the next infamous quote that we like to quote a lot. (laughs) What is that fucked up smell in my crib? My crib, yo. (laughs) (laughs) He said, I know he ain't got no dogs. Like, what the fuck is up? So Flav says that he saw the girl some girl in the back dip out of the frame real quick and dip back up which fuck him because he didn't see it at the time the producers told him but whatever. Yeah, that killed me because i'm like <laughs> you're about not sober as hell you didn't see shit get the hell right. but what also kills me is that at the playback big rick is standing right behind her so there's no way that like oh <laughs> either big rick saw her take a shit or like i don't know what happened like <laughs> Also, can we talk about how quickly she popped down and popped back up? I'm like, she really had to go because it slipped right out. She didn't even wait a second. Oh, dear God. (laughs) (laughs) How romantic on this love show. Uh. Wow, what's that smell? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, you know, Spunky says, yeah, I'm walking up the steps. And I look down and I see shit. And then they also realize that somebody had trapped the shit up the stairs as well. Um. And they all deduce who who's missing. It's something. Something ran upstairs. Something shot on the floor. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. You know, everyone's and- like, wow, that's nasty. You know, Flame knocks on the door. He's like, you know, he's trying to be romantic, such be a gentleman. He's like, babe, are you all right? She's like, like no. She's like, I said I have to go to the bathroom. Like, honestly, I'm not okay. She's like, you just push yourself out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I her bowels gave up. Okay. No, wait, what'd you say? 
I said her bowels gave up. They couldn't. They couldn't hold on any longer. They just couldn't hold on. Her anal sphincter really just opened the fucking. Is there is there such thing as Kegels for ass? Like I'm so confused. But either way, she shot she's like Ramona in that sense that like when you gotta drop ah, a boot, exactly. Yeah. I was about to say a decade and some change later, we see the roadie women do the same <laughs> shit, literally. <laughs> oh my god. Um, also, just like a side note, there was like an ask me anything on Reddit, and they were asking people like a producer on this show, and that the producer said that for those elimination rounds, Flav would be gone for like a long period of time, like keep the ladies waiting. I mean, gee, we can wonder what he was doing, but he would like be extremely late. So they would be standing there for hours sometimes. So like, I can imagine she had to shit for hours and just had to stand there. And I don't know why they didn't let her go use the bathroom. Poor thing. Yeah. Well, I feel better because she honestly should have just gone. Yeah, I mean, uh, hindsight 2020, I, I know she thought that, like, wow, I'm, I'm about to shit on myself on national TV, like, I, I'm just gonna go, but she didn't think that, but yeah. Send me home. I don't give a fuck. If I got a shit, I'm running up those stairs. <laughs> like, wow. Or, or even run outside. She couldn't even do that. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I will give it to her. She did last a little bit longer than other people. Um, she got eliminated at least after Spunky. So, I mean, in my book, that's kind of all that matters. You just yeah, that's a win. She won. Yeah, right. exactly. She won. <laughs> she won. <laughs> um, yeah. And so that's the end of episode one, season two premiere. So, I mean, what are we rating that? Like, you know, A plus to F scale. I mean, I feel like I got to give it an A plus. <laughs> yeah, it, I actually couldn't give it anything reality less. Television. Yeah. I think the fact like, that all of that happened in one episode is pretty crazy. Uh, right, yeah. Below deck could never. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Absolutely. of, are you, you're keeping up with it this season, right? Or how, how are you feeling about below deck? I'm not watching every episode live, but I am going back and watching clips and, you know, looking on Twitter and stuff. And okay. fuck that chef. He's awful. Oh, my gosh. He's the worst. Wait, which? Who? The chef. Uh, Matthew oh, the chef. or whatever his yeah, name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean. He's a bitch. I don't like him at all. Very much so. That's why the last episode, I mean, the last episode I saw, Sandy was like, listen, you were going to finish out this charter, but you're. You're getting eliminated, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You're shit. going home. She's like, because you keep doing this whole I'm leaving bit and it's not working for me. He acts like it's it's offensive for them to expect him to, to do his fucking job. I don't get it. Yeah, every he's time like, crew food is brought up, he's like, what the fuck you all want to eat? It's like, yeah, isn't that what you're on the ship to do? Feed us and the patrons? <laughs> Yeah, you but gotta think, feed everybody, bro. You don't even have to do like it, like crazy exquisite food for like the like the crew. Like you could just do like a pasta dish or like like something. Like it doesn't have to be right. elaborate. Like they're not asking for couscous and quinoa. Like so he's right. getting very. It's just weird that he's so uh, anti the entitlement. Oh, yeah. Wow. And it's like for someone who claims that he's like cooked for, you know, Wolverine, I just would think that he would have a little bit more class even. Um, 
you've worked under pressure before. I don't know why this is like so different. I don't know what it is about ships that throw these chefs off track. I honestly believe it's because they're on camera and everybody can see them fucking up now. Yeah. Whereas normally they can get away with whatever. Mm. So they flip out. Okay. That's fair. But yeah, fuck Matthew. Fuck Malia still, too. I haven't forgotten what she did. Oh, well, we will never forget who this woman never. is. Never. She showed herself. She's garbage. Hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> a rat. Yeah. For a week with that flaccid penis. <laughs> that flaccid and that's penis. Why, and man. that's why he cheated on her anyway. Found love with another motherfucking boat. <laughs> that's what she gets. Okay, now Hannah yeah, is happily in her little relationship, question mark, I don't even know. But I know she was pregnant and had her little baby or whatever. Exactly. So we're moving on up. Okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you never can win when you're dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that clip yesterday, Charlie, you're playing with me. <laughs> it's a classic. I just was craving to see her check Phaedra and Phaedra have nothing to say. Like, I was just craving it. So that's so funny you brought that up. Fa- oh Low-key, Phaedra never had shit to say when she got told off. She never had a comeback. Quiet she as a re- She's just like reads. Giselle in that way where they need their yeah. pre-written reads and if they don't have their reads with them, they're thrown off. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe it's the church. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, all, all right now. <laughs> no shade to god and all that but your people sometimes you know they, they don't, don't really have best. as we'll see yeah. right now with sister patterson oh <laughs> 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 uh, who is she real sister question mark i'm not sure but whatever um, have you know now. anybody can be a pastor these days <laughs> mm, you're not lying about that either all right <laughs> So now we will be covering season two, episode 11, titled Belize in Love. The um, <laughs> description goes, two girls remain, one gets played. <laughs> Lucky girl. <laughs> Very ambiguous. Um, I, I wonder what happens this episode. So um, the, the two girls that we're down to, if everyone doesn't know, it was New York and Delicious. New York was brought back around season uh, not season episode six, like so midway through the season. Um, and then Flav decided to keep her at the end of that said episode. And so she beat out the rest of her competition except for Delicious, the one with the table booty, the one with the picnic booty. And um, so like I said, like we said earlier, it comes down to these two Capricorn women. And so the episode starts off with Sister Patterson is like walking out of the house. I guess it was just like the, you know, the family episode where the family returns for a little bit and meets Flav. And um, which side note, sucks for crazy that she got eliminated when her family was there. That sucks. Um, <laughs> it was weird that he made the family stay for elimination, stand next to their daughters as, as they were like called out and given clock. It was weird. That was really weird. <laughs> like, this is not a family occasion. Yeah. <laughs> You're not about to eliminate me in front of my mom and grandmother. Like, fuck you. Right. My grandmother has these cornrows in because you made us go on a challenge earlier where we all got cornrows. Like, no. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. And let's not talk about, I forgot about that. he brought crazy on that KFC dinner date, which, 
crazy. Um, I'm, <laughs> fellas, is that a date? Like, is, is closing down KFC a date to y'all? I don't know. <laughs> Not closing down KFC. <laughs> he, he quote unquote closed down his favorite restaurant and she pulls up in this KFC. Oh God, he pulled out all the stops. <laughs> all right. All that to say, anyway. So Sister Pass is walking out and then she realizes, I can't leave my daughter with this man. Like, he's a joke. He's not cute. He's poor. He has all these kids. He's just not a viable mate for my daughter. And so she goes back in the house. She knocks on Sweet Flavor's door and uh, she's like, listen, Flav, I'm taking my daughter out of this home. And he's like, I mean, basically, he's like, you could try. He's like, I know New York. You could try to take her if, if you know, to see if she goes. So Sister Patterson goes over to her daughter and she's like, you're leaving with me. And Tiffany's like, is this bitch crazy? She's like, that control she had <laughs> over me is gone. Like, it's not there anymore. And she tells her mom no, which we all knew anyway. And then so Sister Patterson goes back to Sweet Flavor, tells him, okay, she's not leaving with me. <laughs> mm. And uh, she decided to stay with you. And Flav's like, I mean, well, done. Yeah, she's not giving all this up. <laughs> <laughs> right. And she also tells him not to put his hands on her, which, again, we know it's not happening, but whatever. Right. So like okay. Again, what we know now that they're both Gemini moons, we know that they are definitely putting their mouths on each other at minimum. Oof. <laughs> also something amazing, like in the episode before when the mom first came, she like assaulted Flav and he tells her mother to quote make like an egg and beat it, which I just <laughs> <laughs> That might be the most creative line he came up with on the show. It made so made much sense. Egg and beat it. You know what he talks like? He talks like a old that too. But he talks wow. like old rap songs back in the day. Like, you know, like the first like rap songs that came out, like the Bronx or whatever, like, don't push me because I'm <laughs> like Africa Bimbada, like <laughs> he talks like that. Like make like an egg and beat it like i can hear that in a song like, it's just like so curtis funny. blow <laughs> <laughs> him and dougie fresh oh my god yeah. I'm you know bismarck he's breathing in the back and there goes yeah. the <laughs> like, wow wow i see it i can go to sleep easy tonight knowing that i cracked the case on that yeah now that you've cleared that up i do feel my i feel lighter i feel better (laughs) like don't you like oh my like release yeah yes Um, (laughs) okay so fast forward the girls are going on a tropical vacation Ooh, where are we going i think we're going to belize okay cool which question mark Belize? but okay whatever yeah same it's really cheap to go there Okay. VH1 paid nothing for them to go to. I'm not to say, that's why okay. you could get the private jet. Okay, budget. Right, cut. that's what I was thinking. So if they get the private jet from Los Angeles to um, Belize, the G5, as he called it. Flav is in this fucking lime green with the sunny pastel yellow t shirt and handkerchief. 
uh, combo looking like the mask. And he <laughs> with the two bitches on his arms, they roll up in the Belize airport. Apparently, everybody knows New York and Flavor already. I love that. <laughs> but everyone in Belize knows. Hey, <laughs> yeah, apparently they're like a commodity. They're total celebrities. New York is loving it. Delicious is jealous. And, um, and New York acting. is soaking it up. This is what she yes. lives for the applause. Yes. And, and, and Flay was acting like he gets this all the time. So then they hop on another little plane from to get from Belize uh, city to Placencia, which when they you know, touch down on this location. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he said it like we would know as soon as he said, he's like, oh yeah, we're going to Placentia, y'all. I'm like, wait, where? Okay. I never it's like the Paris of Belize. In my life. Gee. <laughs> never in my life. I, I was, I'm about to look at flights from Los Angeles to Placentia and watch nothing come up. What is this location? I don't know. I don't know. It's deeply discounted. And he and he continued to say the name of the hotel specifically. Uh, yeah. So the, they got the Bill Mar Villas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. <laughs> we just had a beautiful like dinner at the apartment complex where I come from. <laughs> it definitely was like a condo or apartment complex, and he just was like, "Oh, we just had a great dinner at the Bill Mar like Villas." Like I'm like, okay, like. At the Chabelle Villa. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, this bed is so comfortable at the Belvoir Villa. Like, he was really <laughs> I bet this is from Sleep Train. It's so comfortable <laughs> for sure. Wow. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> now that we tore them up. As we are loved to do on this show, so yeah, we like everyone that was listening to Belize just turned this off. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, wow. Okay. Well, actually, they're kind of expensive. So flights from Los Angeles to Belize City right now are looking like five hundred dollars. If I go August sixteenth, <laughs> yeah, that's cheap as fuck. You must book it. <laughs> So, yeah, like we said, we are at the Chibilmar Villas. Um, flights from Los Angeles to Belize City are looking about $500. If anyone's curious and wants to go. Um, when they first get there, they present Flay with his very own uh, cane. <laughs> Carved from, I guess, the forest they said or something like that. So we're at the Chabil Bar. <laughs> so we're at these villas or whatever, whatever. So Flavor decides he's gonna take Delicious on a date first. So I guess Delicious had some sort of beachside massage and a dinner nightcap combo versus New York, who had a um, like a what it was like a boat trip mm-hmm. dinner nightcap combo. So whose date do you think was? Whose do you think was a better idea overall, and whose do you think went went better overall? Well, I know I don't need to get on a boat, so. Um, Are you not a boat person? Not for a date, you know. Yeah, I don't find it romantic, so I would never take somebody on a boat for a date, unless it was like a yacht or something. That's okay. complete. <laughs> a yacht, yes. Boat, no. Okay. <laughs> 
Jay, how are you going? Or do you have um? I would. I like the massages too because it was a fucking massage like on the beach. That sounds so relaxing. And the way they got to like make out heavily before and like have like a tent set up. So that did seem kind of cool. And their date just seemed to go better too. Like overall, New York's date went horribly. And if he knows she hates water, did he take her out there for a scene or I don't know what, but I would rather be delicious in this scenario all around. Yes. Okay. All right, fair enough. Um, but meanwhile, so back at the ranch, New York is literally losing her fucking mind while delicious and flavor on their date. It was actually very peculiar that they were just outside the villa in eye distance from New York while on their date. Um, and she's staring at them make out. She's like spying on them outside of the window and like, again, losing her mind. But whatever, they have some sort of connection it seems like they had a crazy makeout session which um they had their nice little massages they had a great dinner and they do a little nightcap you know delicious has this like you know wardrobe malfunction which is funny like he literally has to cut her out of this dress whatever fine (sighs) then we fast forward to new york state and while they're on the boat New York just basically says that, like, you know, she's the one that's going to take charge in the relationship. And oh, this, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. And you, uh, Flav did not like that. And then she was like, Where did Delicious sleep last night? Because she wasn't at home. It's like, bitch, you know, she where Delicious slept last night. well, where she was. <laughs> why would you ask that? You knew he wasn't going to like that. And you knew where she was. Like, why are you asking that? Where else can we go in fucking Placencia, Belize? <laughs> it's not like this is fucking Cancun. She went downtown. Like, she, <laughs> she is in place sweet. Um, what I didn't mention that I will bring up right now is that um, <laughs> as New York is, like, leaving for her date, She's like, delicious. I, I, uh, I left a razor on the sink for you in case you want to shave that mustache. And oh. <laughs> I, I chuckled. I'm not going to lie. Not because uh, that, like, you know, delicious needs to shave or anything. But it's just like, of all the things for her to shout out to her when she was leaving, it was that. It was really funny. I don't know. But remember, I told you, I'd like to float the theory that she had a manic episode that night because I don't think she ever went to sleep. When Delicious came home, like, it looks like it's 6 a.m. She's sitting erect. Like, she's been up this whole time. And she's <laughs> ready to troll. Like, she hasn't even eaten yet. She doesn't eat either. She's just sitting there, like, waiting to kill this woman. She's like, I'm, she's like, I'm just the competition. She said, no, you're an enemy. And she's like, She's having thoughts of paranoia, and I and I venture to think she had a, a break on that island. Yeah, it was like a Paul Verhoeven movie. Yeah, it was freaky. like Basic Instinct or Showgirls or something. It was so freaky. It was crazy. So yeah, I think she had more going on. Um. Yeah. Watching this, I'm like, should I have had more appreciation for that Gemini? I mean, Jay, you know who I'm talking about with that Gemini Moon friend because she honestly acted like New York a lot of times too and I'm wondering is that just how they are or should I just understood her she also has a mom that's very um how I say out of touch (laughs) um in a way maybe I should have had more appreciation for the fact that that's just kind of how she is yeah um 
but that's a complete side of it. That has nothing to do with the podcast. So here we are again. <laughs> so New York does this, what we call, you know, bits. And so one of the bits that she decides to do is when, you know, Flav invites her for a nightcap home in which he goes- <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> he falls asleep on her in on the car ride home, which I thought was like disgusting. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I thought it was so gross. Maybe because I just find him gross, but- <laughs> uh. I mean, I, I've done that, unfortunately. I've fallen yeah, asleep on a date. On the shoulder of your date. <laughs> <laughs> not, on, not on their shoulder, but I've definitely knocked out during a date. I love that. <laughs> That's so funny. Was this during your Jack's phase? That. Huh? Was this during your Jack's phase? It was, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I should say I fell asleep. I blacked out. Okay. <laughs> which i wouldn't say is too different from what Flav did like side note <laughs> was anyone around for when he did that vlad interview when he revealed he like had a, like for 20 years like a crack habit where he was spending 2500 a day not a surprising day. a day 25 that's why i know he's broke he has no cash left none he looks like a crackhead though yeah he does like it makes I sense him I and like, i think crack yeah, like it all tracks, but like so I so all that to say I'm sure he blacked out too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, and I had done some drugs that night too. So exactly, exactly. It's all within the room. It's all yeah. yeah, his eyes are super glassy. Uh, That's why he always has on those glasses. Mm. Crack mm. out, jeez. Oh well. Mm. <laughs> and either been he falls asleep on her. Uh <laughs> They wake up when they get back to the villa. New York does this little bit where she's like, I'm actually not going to have a nightcap with you. I'm not going to sleep with you. I'm going to go home. So he's like, okay, cool. You're class. Like, I want him to respect me as a woman. It's like, you've already given up the goods, New York. It's too late. Yeah. yeah you like, fucking like, we remember. Right? It's like not fucking your husband after you got married. I'm like, it's the wedding night. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you, like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, this is not the time to not want to sleep with the person, but okay. You know yeah. how physical he is. Like, that's only going to make him not pick you. Like, come on. Right. right. And so she knows that as a fellow Gemini moon. So when she gets back to the <laughs> house, she's like, actually, I'm going to pack a spend a night bag and I'm going to go back to the villa. So she remind him of the passion we have, she says. <laughs> she goes back to the villa. passion. But, you know, that was her trying to be like, oh, look, look at me. I'm spontaneous. Like, you'll, you'll never know what you're going to get from me type of thing, which, okay. I'm a wild card. I'm a wild card. <laughs> you know, but and then the you're day so are you, you do the same thing I knew you were going to do. You're going to fuck me. Like, that's pretty Yeah, that's her Capricorn <laughs> coming out for sure. She thinks she's being spontaneous. Bitch, that shit was planned as hell. It's <laughs> so planned. It's really ironic. Um, you just wasted your own damn time going back and coming back. Like, what are you doing? So anyway, fast forward. So New York is having this another crazy manic episode when she's like literally talking to herself, but somehow she's also talking to Delicious and she basically saying like, I'm not, I'm not gonna let you win over me. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, I agree with New York. Yeah, I too would have been pissed to lose a second time, and for him to bring her back to eliminate her again was pretty crazy. I don't want to say iconic, but iconic. It was some iconic disrespect. You know, sure. he, 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 
he may have done something consisting of iconicism. So I don't know, but <laughs> right, like they said, lesbianism earlier, like it's iconicism it's somehow. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so um, I mean, and, you know, delicious talk about this how she like hated her look, but I thought this is the best she's ever looked, ironically. And New York looks crazy. Per usual. <laughs> per usual, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> With that one eyelash coming off. <laughs> and the hair is so fucking frizzy. Her hair always looked wet, even when it wasn't raining. Like, she put Vaseline <laughs> in, in it the first season, and that gave me some real clarity on her, like, her beauty treatments. You don't put Vaseline in your hair. What What is going <laughs> on? Jeez, New York. You can put a little on your scalp, but not in your hair. <laughs> <laughs> not as like oil sheen. Come on. Oh my God. Whereas I think Delicious, I think that was her hair. I couldn't tell. Because I don't think they have microlink technology back then. No, I don't think they did either. <laughs> right, unless she found some pieces, but it, it looked like her hair for sure. For the most part, right? So, I mean, yeah. her hair looked fine. Clearly it's a relaxer because her shit did not frizz up in the, in the mm-hmm. like mine would have. Um... Yeah, and also, by the way, Flav has an outside raining thunderstorm in the middle of this elimination. So just added to the the drama of the night. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So New York does like this little soliloquy where she just says that Delicious should go back and back home and be a single mom. And um, (laughs) she said, I hope her life is great. And if not, too bad um i'm sure she wished she could take that the fuck back because now she's crazy on national television i don't think she'd take it back no she wouldn't that doesn't sound like her (laughs) as she said delicious wear shit stained eyes she doesn't care about her right <laughs> and when she said her mother sprouted plastic hair, I just like oh. <laughs> I think about what's going on. <laughs> those oh are fighting God. words. <laughs> That's like, those are no really wonder. bold words coming from a woman with her own plastic plastic hair. hair. Yeah, like <laughs> babe, you're and a fucking tattoo hair. on her titty and a mama <laughs> Patterson. You're doing a lot of talking for someone whose own shit be stinking, but it's all right. A lot of talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so basically, Flav eliminates New York again. This time he cites, you know, it scared me when we were on the boat. You reminded me of your mother and that, you know, frightened me because I don't want to be with your mother. I don't want that. Like we, me and your mom have beef. Like I can't be in a relationship with that you're talking about you want to take control you're scaring me yeah you're scaring me and so he says your time is up and so new york curses him out she's like so why'd you bring me back again Flav, to open up the same wound all this stuff again note that he's in the same red sequence polyester suit that he was in the beginning (laughs) very important (laughs) like super important right so he like just says you know she's like don't touch me you know doing all the drama she walks back (laughs) as she's walking back she has her hand on her hip and she's swinging her hips and doing this iconic (laughs) monologue 
I'm it was very Angela Bassett and waiting to exhale. Right. I don't give a fuck. Does it look like I give a fuck? I don't. Like, <laughs> just going back and forth. And they and she says she'll piss on his grave. And that's me being real about it. Fuck it. I don't care. Fast forward, like, literally five seconds later, she starts crying. <laughs> and it looks like she does, in fact, give a fuck. <laughs> she gives a big fuck. <laughs> and I would give a big fuck. You're not gonna bring me back. Make me go to this competition again only to eliminate me again. Like, what? Um, you know, New York was a wench to everybody, but she still didn't deserve all of that. But nonetheless, here we are. So but I mean, who's laughing now, you know? Yeah, that's true. Right, 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 New right, York right. is a legit icon and Flavor Flav is still Flavor Flav. Right. She's gotten so much off of this show. Press, her own TV shows. She's been on so money. many reality TV shows. Like, it is ridiculous. She's booked every month. Wow. Like you, t- you say New York and people know who you're talking about. Exactly. You don't even have to say Tiffany. They, yep. they know. Yeah. And so many people owe her a debt of gratitude because if it weren't for her, The Bachelor wouldn't have gotten popping like it did later on. And Real Housewives of Atlanta probably wouldn't exist because Bravo wouldn't think that Black women were, you know, profitable. Mm. Wow. That's big. I think. That's my take. That's big. And I'm not saying Nene jacked her style. I'm not saying Ooh. I am saying it seems inspired by. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she definitely watched Flavor of Love. Oh, absolutely. I think every woman on that show did. Yeah. How could they not? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, listen, niggas in Belize knew who the fuck they were, so I could only imagine. Right. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> And every girl on the show, they were like, oh, yeah, based on last season. So I just like that everyone addressed, like, it was a hit, and we all watched it. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's definitely true, because, let's see, so Flavor Love came out 06 this last season, and Mm -hmm. Housewives of Atlanta didn't premiere till 08. Yep. Also, just curious, why didn't season three of Flavor of Love take off? What was wrong with that season? Was there a season? I don't even remember that yeah, there was a season three because thing one and thing two, it was these twins on there. Oh, yes. Yep. Wow. <laughs> she was bucking and she was cooking. <laughs> I don't know what happened, though. That didn't work like the other two. I don't know. I remember watching happened. it, but I don't remember like anything iconic from it. That's the crazy No, thing. it wasn't it good, was but good. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't even remember watching it. I don't know if I had stopped watching VH1 until Love and Hip Hop came along or what, but I don't remember that time with that wow. network. Because you know what it, it is? I just feel like all these love shows kind of have like a very finite, yeah, you, you know, timeline. Because it's just like, how much, how many times are we going to watch the same person try to find love? If you haven't found it in two seasons by now, then like you're the problem, kind of. Yeah, three strikes, you're out. You're the common denominator. You're the common denominator. You're the problem. Either you're picking bitches that, like, obviously don't give a fuck about you, or this show is just for, you know, jokes. And that's fine, too, but the joke is, is over. Oh, the yeah. Joke. yeah. Yeah, that joke isn't funny anymore, but... It's just, like, not funny anymore. 
And For so, it was great. You know, Brett Michaels, on the other hand, <laughs> knew better. <laughs> when he steps in, yeah. He, he said, I'm not going to just do a rock of love like season three. Like, oh, basically. I'm going to do a rock of love bus. So it's going to feel completely different from the other two seasons because now I'm going to squeeze these hoes on a bus. So that <laughs> kind of switched it up a little bit. Yeah. If Flav was going to do a third season, he definitely needed to retool in some way. He didn't. Right. It was the same yeah. kind of um, formula, if you will. Formula. Right. He should switch the formula up. Oh, good for him. <laughs> now we're here. So, I mean, obviously, I think the first episode was a better episode, but what are you rating this episode? How I'll, is it worth anything? I'll give it an A. I'll book in the, the season with A's. Not an A plus, but an A. Okay. I can agree with that. That New York's whole like moment of mania on this island, I really live <laughs> for that. So like <laughs> an A for me too. All right. And I, I guess that, so then we have it. Was Are we picking a lady on display? Oh, I mean, I guess we can. So, I mean, there's only one kind of lady on display. You can't but... pick New York. How about that? You can't have to pick a lady okay, on display. Okay, let's pick a lady on display. I wasn't going to pick New York anyway. Ooh, okay. Okay, he said you basic bitches. Okay, so who is going to pick it? <laughs> Never. <laughs> you want me to go first? Sure, you're the best. Of honor. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to go with my queen boots. <laughs> <laughs> boots. I wanna knock them. She was certainly on display for me. Prominently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love that she loves boots. That's so funny. Oh my god. Because she's hot. So I'm so into that. Wow. Okay. Call me Larissa. <laughs> <laughs> Larissa, you're out there. Like. <laughs> whatever um gee obviously i something and nibbles are the first to come to mind for me but you know what i have to give it to something i have to i have to i yeah. i would be remiss if i didn't give her the credit for being an open bisexual woman in a time where they were all against her even though i mean she didn't volunteer for it but she wore it with a badge of honor yeah that's true <laughs> to her monologue, to her shitting on the floor, and then her owning it once revealed. She's, yeah, it was me. I'm nothing to lie about here. And I'll stay and I'll outlive Spunky on the show. So I think it has to be something for me. Yeah, that was a good one. I would give that a round of applause. Yeah. And a wet wipe. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know who I could say on top of that. Maybe I'll give it to Sister Patterson because <laughs> um, <laughs> she could see into the future and she knew that Flay was going to break her daughter's heart once again. And so she tried to protect her from that. Um, <laughs> and she also told Crazy and her family to shut the fuck up because her singing was terrible. And you know what? I agree. So she was right. She was right. So Sister Patterson, boots and something, we see you. <laughs> okay. The Salute, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, folks, 
I guess Charlie, it's a it's great to have you back <laughs> in the podcast sphere. We have felt your absence. We are so glad to have you. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm I'm happy to be here. You know, this is one of my favorite shows, like period. TV, podcast, whatever. I, I love the two of you. Oh, thank you. Oh my God, and we love you too. <laughs> thank I mean, you for going on this um r- this ratchet journey with us. It was so fun. <laughs> no I mean, one else would like, do it, I'm sure. <laughs> to be honest, it was like getting back to my roots. I mean, I, I was on <laughs> the show every week, just like the two of you. <laughs> like we talked about roots at the beginning of this, we end with roots. I mean, it's very full circle. Um, oh, circles become circles. Yeah. <laughs> so and good. this show was airing right at like the beginning of my hoe phase in life, you know, my Jack's phase. Wow. So it's bringing back a lot of memories. What a good time. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, you lived a good life, man. Okay. <laughs> you know nothing about it. We know there was a good life, though. <laughs> was, oh, man. Good life. A life and times. Life and times. Um, all right. So, I mean, you should plug your socials once again, just in case there is some crazy fan that doesn't know at this point who you are. Just reintroduce them to you. All righty. Well, I am Charlie Walls, uh, host of the Odd Black Individual podcast, and you can find me on Instagram at Odd Black Individual. All right, y'all. Succinct. Um, yes. <laughs> Until next time, we'll be talking again, duh. Of course. All right, y'all. Can't wait. <laughs> Adios. Bye.